You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Jazz hand the Pacers just their second loss at home in 11 games and end up winning 104 to 84. This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz game rewind. Hey there, Jazz fans. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and welcome to your Jazz game rewind. Well, the Jazz did not have an easy task tonight opening up their three-game road trip heading into Indiana. The Pacers had won seven of their last nine, and we know our Jazz have won 15 of their last 17. Now, another great winning streak the Jazz are on that kind of has been forgotten because the Jazz have had so many home games is the fact that the Jazz are on an eight-game road winning streak. The franchise record is nine. That means that tonight they tied the franchise record, which was set in the historic 1998 season where they went to the finals with Stockton and Malone. That means the Jazz will look to beat that record on Friday as they take on the Memphis Grizzlies. It didn't take long for the Jazz to set the precedent that they were not going to back down on their road to try to continue this historic streak. Just six minutes into this game, Rudy Gobert got a technical, which shifted all the momentum to the Jazz, and the Jazz never really looked back. Now let's actually listen in to that pivotal moment to hear just how all the momentum shifted towards the Jazz, Here's David Locke and his partner Ron Boone on the call. The score is 12 to 11 Pacers at the 540 mark of the first quarter. Left side Oladipo knocked away by Mitchell, recovered by Oladipo. Driving in the lane at Gobert. Right hand runner no good. They call a foul on Oladipo. Went down hard. Holds his right elbow if that's all that's good. And Gobert just got a technical foul. Well evidently that meeting today with Monty McCutcheon and the referees and the respect thing didn't hurt, help Rudy Gobert. He's got a technical foul. Six minutes and 20 seconds into this game. Victor. Beloved here like, well, maybe only Donovan Mitchell in Utah. You know, the numbers I have are 21% from the three-point line, 42% overall since the All-Star break. So, for the most part, he, he's, he's struggling with his slot. shot. Since that injury where he missed five games and missed another one later, he has not shot the ball as well. Now, he also is 10 percentage points less good from three when Collison's off the floor. So they're missing him. Gobert drives, doesn't have a shooting window, gives it out to Crowder. Rubio penetrates, off balance, left side, floater with the right hand up and in. The shot that defies logic goes in. 14-13, Pacers by one, Oladipo driving on Ingles, stymied. Step back jumper, no good. Can Boyanovich do that? Locked on Pacers. Left side, Ingles, catch and shoot, corner three. Good! Can they do that, Locked On Pacers? Don't call me, poor man's Bojan Bogdanovic. That's what I'm telling you. 16-14, Jazz by two. 4.50 left here in the first. Bogdanovic, left side three, no good. Rebound, Ingles. You're kind of enjoying that, aren't you? Sure. Well, the fact that you and I talked about how similar they were on the plane, I wouldn't want to give out right now. Right side, Ingles drive in the lane, lost the basketball, goes right to Gobert, and he thrusts it down the cylinder for two, and Utah leads it 18-4 to on a 16-6 to jump since the last timeout. Timeout on the floor on the Jazz. 
Now, with this monster victory by the Jazz, they handed the Pacers their second loss in 11 games at home, as well as their second largest home loss of the season. Now, once again, this was led by the Stifle Tower, Rudy Gobert. He would end tonight with 23 points and 14 rebounds, which is a very solid number for a center. But something that David Locke talked about much of the fourth quarter is how dominant he is on defense. A lot of these stats don't show up in the stat lines. The fact that guards will not drive the lane because they know Rudy is standing there and they don't want to take their chances, so they choose to take mid-range shots. That's something that doesn't show up on the records, but is something that greatly affects the game. I'm telling you what, Rudy Gobert is one of the five best players in the NBA, and I'm not sure when people are going to figure it out. But he changes everything, every play. Pick by Ingles. Roll to Gobert. Big step, cut off, takes an eight-foot fadeaway oh, no. and hits it. Rudy Gobert is the best player in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> it is the sixth time this year that Rudy Gobert has 20 or more. It is the third time in the last four games that he's gone 20 and 10. Rudy is at a very high level right now, and it is fun to watch. Was it simply Rudy Gobert getting his legs and playing basketball at a level that's as good as any player in the NBA? Steph Curry, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Rudy. Nobody is playing with more impact on games right now than Rudy Gobert. A couple other solid performances tonight for the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell with 20 points once again. That gives him 33 games this year with 20 or more. And tonight he passed Carl Malone in rookie scoring. He is now second behind Daryl Griffith, who he would have to average 25 pretty much from here on out to pass. Something that's doable, but he is locked into the second best rookie scoring in Jazz history. Ricky Rubio also had a great night with 18 points and 7 assists. Your stat of the night goes to Joe Ingles, who led the Jazz with 10 assists. This just reiterates the fact that the Jazz players are willing to do whatever they need to to make sure that this train keeps on rolling. They want to get out of the 10th seed, and they are playing like it. Now, if you want more coverage than just this rewind, I recommend you head on over to LockedOnJazz.net, where David Locke and Ron Boone will post their postcast, which is something they record immediately following in the game. They pull out their phone, they record a short podcast on their thoughts and what they just called. As well as that, David goes even farther and writes a little blog called Empty in the Noggin, where he'll bullet point and write down stats and thoughts that he had throughout the game. Once again, both can be found on LockedOnJazz.net. Now the Jazz continue this road trip to Friday as they take on the Memphis Grizzlies. They will then head down to New Orleans The big matchup between the Pelicans and the Jazz. The Pelicans have won nine straight. And we all know are one of those teams preventing the Jazz from moving up in the standings. That would be a huge win for Utah. The next time you can see the Jazz in person comes this next Tuesday, the 13th, as they take on Blake Griffin and the Detroit Pistons. Don't forget, you can get your tickets at utahjazz.com. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of your Jazz Game Rewind. Don't forget to head over to utahjazz.com to grab those tickets for Tuesday night's game against the Pistons. This is Andrew Sorensen. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.